Hey, welcome to the Super Davis Bros Podcast, where we play video games, review movies, and banter about all things pop culture. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Super Davis Bros Podcast. Um, we're excited uh, to have the other Davis bro here with us today. Yoshi is here with us. Say hello, Adam. Hello, everybody. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Again, around three. Three, right? Yeah, around Third three. Time. Here we go. That's exciting. We're going to get way rough and tough in this episode. Rough and tough. Why is that? Because war movies. War movies. And Call of Duty. Call of Duty. That's the game we're playing, the newest uh, one, Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, for those of you on the podcast, we're on Jordan's uh, latest debt purchase, uh, the PS5. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you played this one, Adam? Uh, no, not Modern Warfare 3. I've played the Modern Warfare 2, I think it is. Um and like Warzone, but I haven't played the most recent one. Cool. Um, I haven't either. But have you played it, Jordan, yet, or is this your first go? Uh, this is my first one. Okay. So yeah. if we're struggling, we've all played Call of Duty, but uh, we haven't played much of it. Uh, we haven't played much of this game. Well, none of us have played any of this game <laughs> other than Jordan right now. So. Yeah. I mean, I played a like a round of Warzone. But I haven't played any campaign or I may have picked up multiplayer for a split second, but that, that's it. Because this Nothing is the one special. that came with your ex, uh, with your PlayStation 5, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Warzone is free on this one for anybody. Oh, cool. So, Dude, uh, so Brianna, who ha- we had on last time, she has Call of Duty. Like, I guess there's a Call of Duty cloud game you can play. I just Aww, killed my own you're guy. killing your own guy, dude, already? <laughs> he walked in front of my... We were all shooting at each other, and he walked in front of me. Of course, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> um, that should just be like, oh, my bad, bro. This is war. You shouldn't start over. It just like how Halo over. used to do it? Like, hey, stop shooting yeah. me, soldier. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're playing Call of Duty today because we're talking about best war movies. Um, this was something that, uh, we had planned, uh, in the fall last year and, um, there was some conflict going on and some war that came out or started right at the Bro, See, again? he did it again. <laughs> Jordan just killed his own guy again. Is very upset about it. <clears throat> but, um, anyway, this time we're playing it now because good news uh, there's no more war in the world. There's peace, so we can talk about war, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Just kidding. We realized I don't think there's ever a great time. <laughs> yeah, to it's not war. Be a good time. But it was kind of a sensitive time, and we were gonna do it last time. So, uh, so that we're gonna talk best war movies today. So, um, I'm pretty excited about it. Adam, did you pick this topic, or did we pick it and ask you to come on? I feel like you picked uh, this topic. No, I think you guys picked it. I think um, it was like a. But it was like a mutual, mutual. decision. Okay. Like, you know, we had a few different options. We were all talking about them and then we yeah, decided okay. on more movies. Cool. 
And then we did mystery box instead. We did a chip draft. Yeah, chip draft. Yeah, that was yeah. actually kind of fun. That was fun. Went all in on the flamos, dude. <laughs> dude, I think you won the poll. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you won. Let's the poll. go. Yeah, dude, I can't <laughs> believe you won that poll. But yeah, you did. And also, I because I know what's up, dude. Uh, you know, I remember on the podcast I told my wife that uh, flaming hot. I was like, yeah, now I've got him fl- flaming hot Cheetos. And he's like, oh, she's like, I love flaming hot Cheetos. And then after that podcast, yeah. we like went and got chips because we were like, oh, I'm talking chips. about it. I couldn't <laughs> get them out of my, like my mouth was just, uh, it it was just craving. It was just chippy. Yeah, it was just chippy. It was chippy. Yeah. Mouth was a little, was a tidbit chippy. S- salivating. Yeah. Yeah. I went home and immediately had flaming hot Cheetos. Well, is that different? Different from any other night for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I've been out of flaming hot Cheetos for like a. A minute, and I oh. need to go get it back. I, I bought you some on Christmas. Well, my daughter did. Bro, it's they been gone a, that It's day. been a month, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's like a two-day adventure. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so yeah, so we're talking uh, best war movies. We got a poll up for that, but um, we also need to talk about our last two, uh, last two, two yeah, polls. our last two polls for teams, the teams that yeah. we had um, for who won. So. Um, we had our our draft for the best superpowers. We had three teams, the Equal Opportunity Creeps, the Other Team, and the All-Knowing Wizard. Um, I'll, share the, I'll share the teams real quick. So the Equal Opportunity Creeps had the powers Invisibility, Super Strength, Super Intelligence, was able to fly, and then his silly powers where he had Gumby powers and the ability to find the nicest, nearest bathroom. Which is a great, which is a great superpower. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> the the other team uh, picked teleportation, shape shifting, mind control, and time travel. With the silly powers being the ability to be invisible while people aren't looking, and over the hedge coffee speed. So the speed Wait, of the ability to be invisible. When people aren't looking, yeah. so when people are looking, <laughs> you're, you're like you're like regular, <laughs> but like if they're not looking, you're invisible. That's pointless. <laughs> I know it's a silly. That was one of the silly ones. <laughs> um, See, but the bathroom one makes a lot of sense because yeah, it's, it's like useful. That's super useful because yeah. it's you know it's crappy to have to crap, but it's even crappier when you walk in and when there's the already crap crappy. all over. <laughs> yeah, um, and then the all-knowing wizard <clears throat> was. Body repair slash uh, regeneration, uh, telekinesis, the ability to harvest magic, um, and power absorption. And the silly powers were the ability to untangle any knot and infinite guacamole generator. So, Sick. those were those were the teams. So the winner. That's the best team. Was the all-knowing wizard? That was who. Uh, who won? So that was Jordan. The other poll that we had was from last week's episode with Brianna. We drafted the best cartoon villain team. So, Adam, why don't you tell us which one would be your pick? So, we have Queen Farquaad, Team Queen Farquaad, and that has Lord Farquaad. Um, I don't know how to say that word. What was that? It's Eustace. Eustace? Okay. Eustace. It's Eustace. Eustace. <laughs> Um, apparently he's from uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, the dad, chicken, the chicken and family guy, Sid, 
Scar from Lion King, and uh, Lotso the Bear from Toy Story 4. Wait, Sid uh, is a villain? Sid, yeah. He yeah, I mean, he was killing the toys, toys and, like, and stuff. reassembling oh, them. I was thinking Sid in Ice Age. Like oh, the, yes. <laughs> it's the going slot. the wrong direction. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and then there's Gru's voice, light bulb. Sid in Ice Age would be the villain to the rhinoceroses. Rhinocerae. <laughs> Rhinocerae. Rhinoceroses. <laughs> the Rhinocerae. Um, a flock of rhinos. A flick, <laughs> a flicking flock of rhinos, oh. <laughs> because uh, he ate their uh, the the last dandelion. Uh, dandelion. <laughs> what? What's the comedian that does that skit? It's just a girl, like no, um, the um oh the vine, where he's like dandelion, and he does the the eyes are the filters on where his eyes. No, are. it's something, Dave. I I know there's a comedian that you guys were uh, doing the skit from, and I can't remember his name. But it's oh, like, you're talking about the plurals, like mm-hmm. uh, geese. Yeah. Goose. Oh, uh, that's he's in Brian Reagan. Brian yeah, Reagan. Brian Reagan. Yeah. He's in a new show that I've been watching called Louder Milk. It's hilarious. What's it on? Um, it's on Netflix, and it's um. Is it a Netflix original or is it just? I think on it is Netflix? a Netflix original. Wait, is that the Australians? Um, no, no. Oh. Um, it's like. It's like basically a guy who um he's an addict and he's like quit and so he's running like a, an addict of what alcohol okay so he, he was an alcoholic and he runs a support group but it's about him and he's like he's just honest about like everything okay but he's like super sarcastic to people like all the time so when somebody does like a a normal deed or like. There's a scene where he's talking um, to this coffee shop girl that's um, that does that like weird like uh, I can't even do the talk, but like the prissy like oh, I'm the, better than uh, you. Like, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Exactly. Carmel Frappuccino. Yeah. And so he just starts like roasting oh, that's her. Not Brian Reagan, though. I've seen that. No. Oh, but Brian that's Reagan's that show. show. Okay. So he's right. he's one of the um, alcoholics in it. OK. And he is. Super funny. <laughs> oh, I have to watch it. He just drops like ridiculous. Is it clean or is it pretty raunchy? It's it's pretty clean. They're cool. swearing, but it's there. There are some raunchy port points. Um, a little bit of nudity, but not much. Um, I'll watch but, it, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns like you had me at raunchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, it's honestly like it, especially with like what's going on in the storyline. It could be way raunchier, but it's not that raunchy. Okay. Hmm. It's really well, I not. love Brian Reagan. He's hilarious. <laughs> Brian Reagan. Free snow cone. Free yeah. snow cone at the end love of the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> the outfielders are on the infield. Great. The infielders are going through my pockets. <laughs> hey, that's my gum. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Easy out. Or cherry. Easy out. <laughs> Either one's good. But I'll probably get grape. <laughs> K A T. Um, I know there's two T's. <laughs> um, we should do uh, if we have time. We should do what we're streaming or digging right now at the end of this episode. Um, so Jordan's team was Gru's voice saying light bulb. Can you do that real quick, Jordan? Light bulb. Light bulb. 
And his team was Gru, Hades, Plankton, Bowser, uh, the Monstars, and the Black Beast of Arg from Monty Python. Oh, those are good. <laughs> those are really good. And then the Stop. last one, last team is Wrong Lever. And Wrong that lever. has Yzma from Ember's New Groove. Tank Evans from Surf's Up. The Abolish Emulator. Uh, Megamine, Captain Hook, Syndrome from Incredibles, and Mr. Waternoose from uh, uh, Monsters, Inc. So who would you pick? Oh, man. Last two are really good. Wrong lever and what was the one before? Light bulb. Light bulb. Light bulb. It's not so good. Light bulb. There you go. That's better. <laughs> Sorry. I'd probably have to go with uh, light bulb. Cool. Yeah. Um. But wrong lever has some really solid ones. In so it. that was Jordan. Uh, the winner though on the poll was Queen Farquaad. Uh, won well, by a significant margin actually. But um. Well. Maybe there was some favoritism there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, well, she did threaten like to cry if you didn't vote yeah, for her. Yeah, she did do that. To, like, <laughs> she would, yeah, I, she threatened a couple things during it. <laughs> yeah, I, said, I won't come on so, again and I'll cry. <laughs> and so we did all vote for her because of it. So <laughs> Brianna's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, and Queen Farquaad is a pretty dope name. <laughs> that is a super dope name. Who wouldn't want to marry King Farquaad? Queen Farquaad. Queen Farquaad wouldn't be marrying Queen Farquaad. Why not? I'm saying who wouldn't want to marry King Farquaad and become Queen Farquaad? Oh, okay. Yeah, some of us, some of you may die, (laughs) but that's a sacrifice (laughs) I am willing to take. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, good. Real quick, Nick Foles is on. What up? Said, uh, sup, boys. And uh, you went to Mike, said, War, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> you are the one. Who are <laughs> you? Are I always think rush hour. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what we're good. Okay, you are. It's not you are. And then Nick, Nick Foles blamed. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that's a camel's hump? <laughs> I don't want no camel's hump. <laughs> you all got any eel? <laughs> How's your oh man, camel? this new controller is weird. And uh, then, um, uh, Nick Foles said, "Friendly fire won't be tolerated, Adam." <laughs> um, you should talk to Jordan because he did he later say, <laughs> "Oh, it's Jordan killing his own folk." I should have known. His <laughs> own kin. Well, welcome to the chat, guys. I know you guys have been on there. Those were from like at the beginning, I'm sure, but. There's a, you know, I was killing my own teammates, so I couldn't read the chat, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, well, co- uh, post your favorite war movies, and so we can throw them out, too, once uh, once you get them in. Yeah, well, should we hop into the poll real quick and see who had the most votes? Yes. There were a million entries and a bunch of votes. Uh, 73 votes. Uh, 72 of those votes were Adam. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like. I love like. war. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, like I how... added a bunch too. Yeah, and, and all then the you added have to like ones them. you, yeah. you, you well, like. 
Amy used to get on and just like all of them until we gave her too much crap for it. And now she doesn't get on now and like get, anything. I know. So well, she just get on and just like every single thing. No matter what. Like, yeah. Which is good for like diplomat. building support, <laughs> I guess. Like, cause people see when you like your pages and, and posts and stuff like that, but it doesn't bring more people seeing your page if you like something on that post it's just well it's in the like group the so it doesn't show anyone anything oh that's true huh yeah, yeah. it's just in the group so we may have sh- maybe we shouldn't have made fun of her but the thing was is she didn't even know what she'd vote for she just like clicked Amy, through. come one. back come back we'll get and you on the actually podcast vote for him. <laughs> yeah i did talk to her about that the other day i was like oh really just telling her like so what are you gonna come yeah. on for <laughs> mm. Um, didn't go anywhere. <laughs> she's like, I don't care at yeah. all. She said she would. We just need to come up with a she's topic. She's like, best weeds. <laughs> <laughs> best places to get your weed. <laughs> best hey, you guys are just roasting her right now. <laughs> she well, she's not listening. Defenders, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's getting baked. <laughs> you could put Which, your weed in there, man. I mean, there probably are plenty of places that are best places for getting weed from if you buy weed now. I mean, it's kind of being bought. You can buy it well, anywhere in Utah. Yeah, legal. dispensaries and legal. stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. Well, it's uh, medically legal. Yeah. You know, dispensaries. But. Yeah, you're like, oh, my elbow hurts. Dad <laughs> said. Yeah, quite, it's actually kind of particular in Utah. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's so particular that you just have to find the right doctor to just prescribe it to you. <laughs> I'm a doctor, bro. Like it, 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 that, that literally oh, was yeah, what's happening. Like some people I know were like, uh, dude, I have this number to this doctor that'll just sign it for you. <laughs> like, One that's cool that is a part of the list of things that will actually get you your medical card. Um, is PTSD. Hold up. Save it for the Amy episode, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was relating it to our topic today, which PTSD, is PTSD, that's true. Oh, and okay. PTSD is uh, a reason to be able to get your medical marijuana card. That one makes sense. Hmm. All right, yeah, let's read the... That should be good then. <laughs> yeah, you have serious PTSD from being a Real loser quick, and yeah. a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one likes me. <laughs> for use of a beaver tranquilizer. <laughs> Damn it, Bernice. <laughs> uh, what movie is that from? Dodgeball. <laughs> Zoolander? Um, <laughs> Dad'll get that joke. Yeah. And only <laughs> but, Dad. Yep. You're a Mike streamer anyway. Thanks, said, Dad. <laughs> I like a lot of war movies. Guilty. That's great, Dad. <laughs> I don't think that's a guilty thing. I think that's why we picked it. We grew up watching more yeah, movies because sure, yeah. of our dad, and I actually really appreciated that. Like he kind of yeah. let us watch some of these movies that were really hard to watch to recognize the seriousness of like of war. war, yeah, and yeah. the realities and the and the things that people have given up for our freedom, and uh, and yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Speaking so. of the seriousness. Like, oh, we haven't done the poll yet, but... We'll get into the poll. You're good. We might as well start this off right and talk about the most serious one of them all. If you bring up Tropic Thunder... <laughs> no, no, but... Tropic I mean, Thunder? <laughs> I was going to bring up Stripes. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> uh, Stripes is good. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Stripes is so funny, dude. Tropic Thanks. Thunder is... Oh. 
pretty funny too. Dude. I, uh, yeah, we were just talking about like how the movie industry is like kind of missing out on comedies, and that's one that you just can't make. Now. Oh no way, no like, way! It, but it's so good. Like yeah. it is such a funny it's movie. Hilarious. Like, but yeah, that's a that's a done. What do you mean, yeah. you people? What, what do, do you mean, you people? people? <laughs> 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 so ben Stiller's like, he's like, I studied. Oh, I can't remember the. I don't want to blow. I'm not gonna bring it up, but just he was studying to be a a, a disabled person. Yeah, he like went and lived. He's like, he's like, but you went full disabled. Yeah. You never go full disabled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say the word. There and you can't even say the word then, now. Yeah, yeah, it's disrespectful. But we didn't yeah. say it. Just so you know, it was on yeah, yeah. Tropic Thunder. Don't cancel so us. Our two people. Go comment on them, not on us. Our, our hundred download. Viewers don't cancel us. <laughs> um, oh, oh, they yep, all left Nick the Foles chat. Nick Foles and Dad just left. Dang it! <laughs> they all left the chat. Um, um, oh, sorry. I was just gonna bring out of stripes the. Uh, oh, go ahead. The and they 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 uh, sneak off with the the military police girls, uh-huh. and then the next scene, like after they were flirting with them for a while, they go to that house. And they, they, the next scene, like, uh, Bill Murray and the girl climb out of the blanket chest at the bottom of the bed. And he's like, well, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were doing it inside the blanket chest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then our, our my, my other favorite line is, uh, the name's Francis. Sorry, am I too loud? You're good. You're... All right. The name's Francis. But everybody calls me psycho. Any of you homos call me Francis, I'll kill you. <laughs> and then the uh, like the sergeant's like, lighten up, Francis. <laughs> it's so oh, good. Man. Um, well, let me read. Let's start with the poll uh, of movies that we have. There's a ton, so I'm just going to kind of rattle them off. Uh, we have Saving Private Ryan, Full Metal Jackets. I think Jacket, sorry. Uh, Apocalypse Apocalypse Now, Braveheart, Schindler's List, Platoon, Thin Red Line, Black Hawk Down, The Patriot, Born on the Fourth of July, Pearl Harbor, We Were Soldiers, Dunkirk, Hacksaw Ridge, Oppenheimer, All Quiet on the Western Front, Fury, 1917, Lone Survivor, Inglorious Bastards, Zero Dark Thirty, Jarhead, American Sniper, like... <laughs> The Hurt Locker, Midway, Brothers, Devotion, Saints and Soldiers, Troy, The Pianist, Behind enemy lines and small soldiers. I think you pronounced that one wrong. Pianist. Pian, pianist? Pianist? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm a penis. You went, you went, you went to Mike said, uh, you have to be politically correct, question mark, but it's okay to diss your sister. Bad form. <laughs> well. It's politically correct to diss our sister. Yeah, we're family. So it's it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we love our sister, everybody. And Amy, you she can come on anytime. And anytime. We, we care. We give her crap because we care about her. That's what brothers yeah. do. Yeah. We're a band of brothers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Killer show. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a movie, so I didn't put it on the list, but that That's why I didn't. TV series is incredible. It is, in my opinion, the best depiction of World War II in it, like from a first person perspective. 
Well, because it's the actual stories too, which is really cool. Yeah, well, and you have the actual guys talking about it um, throughout the sh- each episode. They're all like basically a full length movie each episode, and they follow the 101st Airborne through their entire um, campaign through World War II. So you get to see the like the traumatic like impact of the very beginning of the war and like not knowing anything about it going into it and then seeing the progression of each character as they as they move through you know the tragedy of war and um it really just puts all of world war ii in a uh, a really specific light that helps you recognize what the seriousness the seriousness of that war yeah, I like how they have the actual veterans uh, talking at the beginning of each episode. Um, it's really cool. So I also like that. Good. I haven't seen it. You haven't if seen, you haven't Band, of seen Band of Brothers? Oh, dude, you really, really yeah. should see it. I, I, so I've good. been wanting to, but that it's it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, but it's phenomenal. Yeah. It, it's, so after I watch uh, Game of Thrones for the 47th time, I'm totally going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Banner That's Brothers. That's a commitment movie show, too. <laughs> yeah, but not like Banner Brothers isn't that big. The nice thing about Banner Brothers is it's like a movie. So you can go home. It's like a 10 you know, episode series. Yeah. So you can go and you can just watch one episode. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's a movie. And it's like, a movie. It's and then you can be done. You just do that. Honestly, that's you know, like perfect nights. for me because if it's not like, because most war movies are like two plus hours long. So I always want to watch war movies at night. And, and I'm like, I'll sleep. it's just too long. I won't get through it. I won't get or through you it. leave. You can't go to bed because you're like, you're, <laughs> your fight or flight yeah. modes are like, are, are like at their peak. <laughs> you're, uh, what's that called? You're, um, What's that dr- uh-huh. drug? What's your fight it's, or flight instinct? What's that called? Um, uh, adrenaline? Yeah, your adrenaline. Uh, Thank meth. you. Um, <laughs> oh, no? Weed. You can uh, put your <laughs> weed in there. You can put your weed in there. This turned into a drug episode. Adrenaline, though, yes. Adrenaline. Uh, adrenaline. Thank you, Adam. <clears throat> um, and it, it gets my adrenaline like pumping, dude, watching these movies. It's crazy. but Yeah. Um, Band yeah. of Brothers is totally worth a watch, so... I will. I will watch it. And um, I will let you guys know what I think when I do watch it. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, it Dad also... Kind of, sorry. Go ahead. You're good. No, go you're, ahead. Go. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Dad said... So what I was going to say... <laughs> I, I was <laughs> waiting for you to. Oh, that's so funny. We're so funny. We should start a podcast together. Oh, my God. That's a good idea. Yeah. You guys are adorable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh he said, I agree with Adam. Band of Brothers is about as real as it gets to uh, depic- to a depiction of war and its consequences. Yeah, the other one I'd say is pretty good. The, the only reason, and it's the same director, um, the only reason I think it doesn't hit quite the same as Band of Brothers is because it's a... It's a um, the situations are real, but the story is made up as Saving Private Ryan. Oh, so is the good. other one that like I really think shows the like Tom Hanks severity. is so good in it. Yeah. All of them, all the actors. And you know what's crazy? I didn't realize, but Vin Diesel's in that. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and um, I I knew it, but he has I didn't. One of the most like pronounced scenes in that show. Yeah, like, one that of the is, most when like, he tries to save the kid. Yeah, yeah that is a it's, it's a hard scene to watch. He's like, no, I'm not letting him go. Like it I shows the like the humanity and love mm-hmm. that 
that happens. Even from like the brute too, because he was yeah. like the brute guy too. Yeah. And, and he's like, which he reminds Vin, me Vin of my Diesel niece or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Dude, Dang. there's some the hardest some scene though. There's right. a he- I think it's the heaviest scene in any movie ever is in that with the the knife scene. The knife fight. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, hand to hand combat. Mm. Oh, just, dude, that and that seemed... scene like perfectly depicts how terrifying that is. You know? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Well, none of us have been in that, but yeah, it's crazy. Adam's like, the last knife I was in was just like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> butter knife fight. But, uh, dude, it was, that movie's, I mean, we can start just jumping into the movies that we like, I guess, and then we can hit the poll uh, at the end. But Saving Private Ryan, man, has to be discussed for sure if you're talking best war movies. It's just. 100%. From the moment it starts, that scene in the, the D Day scene, oh, oh, so intense, like that. I I'm pretty sure that was the first war movie I watched with Dad. I, think. I know that was and, a big one for me because and, Dad would like sit us down. He like I think it, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but when we got to a certain age, Dad would have like a father son night and like talk to us about you know, what war is, the realities of war. Uh, and then we'd watch Shaving Private Ryan. He'd be like, this is going to be really difficult, but it's, it's important. It's not Shaving Pri- Private Ryan. I said saving. I know. <laughs> Did you think I said shaming? Sh- shaving. Shaving private. Shaving Ryan's private. I mean, <laughs> Shaving Ryan's private. <laughs> that's that's there. That's the other. This is going to be such a like, a, a weird episode to be in because we're like, floating in and out of like serious talk and then like just making fun of things it's like the most you guys are terrible (laughs) yeah but um as we're like playing a game there was the saturday saturday night live spoof on saving private ryan it was saving ryan's privates okay so (laughs) shaving ryan's privates is pretty funny though yeah that is pretty funny though it's pretty witty um, here, let's do the poll real quick, and then we'll just start going around and throwing out uh, ones that we like. How about that? Okay. So um, there are so many. I'm just going to kind of take a guess at which ones are the top ones. Didn't you have like a whole thing? Uh, somehow you used to pull up that it showed each one and how many votes. Yeah, it's, it's And I don't shrift. know how to do it it's anymore. It's shifted now. Now you have to like click on it. Stop updating Facebook. Just leave it on the ones we like. Yeah, just let us millennials have our moment. Okay, there's a clear number one. Um, And then there's a tie for... Uh, Did you just vote for it? No. Uh, I saw you click I over on the left for, I, When I was looking at it, it There's a clear... There's a clear number one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we'll just do the tiebreaker number two, and then um, the tiebreaker. Oh no, we can do the third too. I think there's enough. Yeah. Okay. So at third place, uh, we have Braveheart and uh, Platoon. So Braveheart and Platoon came in third place. In second place, we have Saving Private Ryan. Um, Saving Private Ryan and Full Metal Jacket. Oh, both so good. Oh, there was also another tie for third. Dunkard tied for third as well. F- Full Dunkard. Metal Jacket uh, is where I heard the first heard the song Fight the Power. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this is dope. So I for sure downloaded it. And But in that scene where they're partying in the desert, it's like, yeah. Fight the Power. <laughs> That's a great scene. 
Um, so you guys want to guess what the number one was? It was clear winner. It had the most votes by far. Um, want to guess, uh, Adam? What do you think the number one war movie Inglor- was? Oh, sorry, I thought you were. You can guess, at- Inglorious Bastards. What's your guess, Adam? All right, this is hard to do both. Um, third pick. Um, no, first. First. First place. Oh, first place? Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Uh, no, that was second place. So you were focused on the game. because Yeah, it was, it was, it's, okay. it's kind of hard. There's yeah, a lot it's going really on. It is hard. I, it's I'm really trying tough. to listen to both <laughs> and play this, but this is a lot uh, more like Nick Foles movement. says Lord of the Rings is the best war movie. So maybe maybe that one? Even though it wasn't on the list, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, um, and Glorious Bastards was the number one pick. Oh, I mean that's that by that a makes lot sense. I mean it's a great movie. It had more votes. What th- was it? Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So you're right. I got it right. So good. Inglourious it is. Good. Everybody wanted to see. Great. Everybody wanted to see Hitler die. But <laughs> Hitler die. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I mean, it's completely unhistorical. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's still cool. <clears throat> um, Nick Foles said, "Without me, my my rifle is useless. Without my rifle, I am useless. I must fire my rifle true. I must shoot straighter than my enemy who is trying to kill me." And then he did full period, metal period, jacket period. I think he really likes full metal jacket, but that line must I be. I thought that was in Saving Private Ryan. Um, yeah, isn't that the prayer? I thought that's what the sniper Ryan? said. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe he just said Full Metal Jacket right. Yeah, after maybe that, it is. So. I that I just yeah. remember the the Christian sniper in uh, Saving Private Ryan, but he, it's, is it's that probably the prayer he says. That's cool. Yeah, I do yeah, remember he, that. Though. He that's says that every too. time he's. Well, no, it might be. He might be. Uh, uh, Carson's probably right that that quotes from Full Metal Jacket. It wouldn't surprise me though that there's like a similar thing that the sniper says in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I thought it was more like a prayer to God in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, it might thought, be. Because didn't be he like, have like a cross? He, he might always... say the Lord's Prayer, actually. Yeah, yeah it is. I thought he had be. like a beaded necklace or something. He did. He, he has carried. a cross. So he, I think he kissed it more every like time before he yeah. snipe. Yeah. yeah dude, that was it. Um, Dad said, you, Inglorious Bastards was good, but disturbing, too. Which, yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. But yeah. It's such an amazing movie. Yeah, I need to watch that. Which again, all too. Quentin Tarantino films are a bit disturbing. So <laughs> kind of makes fair. sense. Kind of what they're all about. <laughs> but Brad Pitt in that is so good, mm-hmm. so good, killing Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt's good in like everything he does. He's a great yeah. actor. You want to know a weird thing that my wife and I have noticed about Brad Pitt movies? He's always eating. Next time you watch a movie with Brad Pitt, he does eat a lot. He eats in every scene and every movie he's in. It's not just like one thing that he decides this is how he's going to eat with this character just for one movie. Every movie, go watch a Brad Pitt movie. Almost every scene, he's eating an apple or something or Skittles or he's always eating. What's hard Uh, about that from a film perspective is like if you have a an apple right and you take a bite of the apple, well. You're changing the image. Oh yeah, recording. I bet that'd be really hard. So they have to have multiples of everything that he eats on scene because you don't do any scene right. only once. Right. So every bite, each time they have to reset it. So like when somebody's like some of the hardest things to shoot are dinners. 
Oh, that'd be so frustrating you to can't, be like, like the guy that's in charge of Brad Pitt's like eating. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, oh, I've got to have 42 different Snickers for each time he's in the... <laughs> you know what else would suck is when you're doing ADR um, later, the audio dialogue replacement later, you're going to have to make all those... Yeah. Not talking to Nazis. So you gotta <laughs> eat, you know? eat more Snickers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everybody I did that for you the one time. On what? <laughs> I did that for you the one time. It's smart. They had though. me go into the recording studio and just eat like different snacks and stuff. Remember when you worked for Impatient Cow or whatever it was called? Yeah, as a audio engineer for did I have you do that for something? Yeah, you had me do it for one of the little like cartoons you had to make up for them. Oh. And I was just doing that. That I probably did do that. It's, yeah. I've done that for a, a bunch of commercials. My voice is uh, weird sounds or stuff on the back. Like uh, <laughs> cool. uh, when I was working for the commercial production company, like I do like canned stuff. One of the, one of the scenes when I was going to school for it, it was a Burger King commercial, and I was it was when they. It's the flaming <clears throat> whopper and it's really spicy. I remember that commercial. <clears throat> and great. I had to make all the sound effects and it was like, <laughs> and I did all the sound <laughs> effects for the whole thing. It was like part of my like uh, uh, schooling and it was fun. I still have that somewhere. That's awesome. I did mess up. Fight the Power Song was not from um, Full Metal Jacket. That is from Jarhead. Jarhead. I was wondering that when yeah. you said that. Yeah, it's like. Oh, I think that was because the it's desert. Hard. Some of them you definitely you can mix up war movies pretty easily. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like. But um, anyway, let's let's kind of dive in and um, Adam, do you want to talk about? Uh, we'll kind of go around. We're not drafting or anything, but maybe pick a movie that war movie that you like that impacted you or that I don't know. It was just cool, whatever, and we'll we'll just kind of make our rounds. Yeah, let me trade off though, because I certainly. Swore, swore, um, I'll go into war. Tag me in. Tag me in. <laughs> Tag. Um, I mean that there's so many on that list that are incredible movies. Um, there was one I wanted to to touch on that uh, most most war movies. Um, I have a like I can get through pretty. Uh, you know, like I I really enjoy war movies. Mm-hmm. Um. But one I have yet to been able to finish uh, that's on the list is All Quiet in the Western Front. Oh, the new Netflix one. Um, it is a very dark, uh, uh, you know, show about uh, what World War One was like in the German perspective. Oh. And it's an incredible film. I've heard a lot of really good things about it, but it is... Um, it's it's a bit of a slow start, but it's also it gets really dark and it's it's hard to like get into it's. So have you not finished emotional. it because it's like it's slow, or have you not finished it because it's really hard to watch? It's hard to watch. Oh that's wow, been, that's been one of the ones that I've struggled to watch just because it has a very it does a very great job of depicting the emotional trauma that happens to a young boy that's. 17 16 uh going in for the pride of his country um in like this weird like we're gonna kind of you know um conquer that we're better than others and this like really big pride as you go into the beginning of the film and then the reality and then the reality sits in and world war one um it's a 
joke, dude. It was all over the murder of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. It was like the most millions of people died for nothing. Like absolutely nothing. And it was one of the most (laughs) horrific wars you could ever possibly go through. They were testing um, gases for the first time that would literally boil your skin. Um, trench foot was a horrible thing where people were losing toes yeah. and like, you know, it, it was just infections and stuff. Infections were crazy. Yeah. Uh, most of the war you spent in uh, mud and blood in the bottom of the trench. Yeah. Um, and like, and you were just like, it's a really hardcore war and you're spent like bunkers. And one of the first scenes that you get into when the boy is first there in, in the trenches is he's you know he's running in and he's uh he goes into the bombs start going and he has to run inside of a, a bunker hole with all of his buddies and they're all just his, like basically hysterically crying because it's just terrifying yeah just... bombs are dropping above them and they're in a dirt bunker and it's collapsing as they're in it and it's it's oh that's already getting me it's like, a really oh, i'm just imagining it <laughs> show to watch like I, when i went to watch it i just wasn't in the right like headspace. mental space yeah. to like accept it um and so it's one i want to go back to um but yeah it, it's it's been a it, you know there's two <clears throat> there's two movies that on this list I've, I've seen most of the movies on our list i think mm-hmm. everybody has here um but uh, there's two movies I was like, I'm going to try and watch before this episode. And I just unfortunately didn't get around to it because yeah. life, life comes, comes at you. So, uh, life comes at you fast. <laughs> Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> uh, please help us just, just pay for our debts. Um, <laughs> but, uh, one of them was all quiet on the Western front. I won a bunch of stuff with, uh, the, the Oscars and I I wanted to watch that and then the other one was Hacksaw Ridge. Oh that oh dang it. Um I haven't seen it. So I figured you're gonna talk about that next, I'm George. Good, so do yeah. you want to talk about that real quick? We'll switch off. Yeah. Dude, so good. Um man. Uh so it's essentially about a Seventh day Adventist. Seventh day oh what? Seventh day Adventist. Adventist, thank you. Um he he has like something that happens to him in his childhood that makes him just uh vow to never pick up a gun like religiously you know well in never... seventh day of venice uh don't believe in warfare i believe too like they don't um, believe in yeah they don't believe murder, right? in um, well no one believe like most religions yeah. don't believe in murder but they're like not for they war don't believe sake. in weapons so they don't believe in um harming anyone and so, like, in their eyes, like, if you were in a fight, they wouldn't fight back. That's kind of the rough, like, most purest idea of it is, like, if you, if I was one of them and you attacked me, I wouldn't fight back. Right. They're purists in the sense of, like, they only uh, want to help and not, they think fighting and, um, like, killing is just wrong. Right. And so his, his whole idea well, was to be a medic. And he wanted to serve, but yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah. So essentially, <laughs> he goes in to war, and he goes. The Hacksaw Ridge is a climb up to the battlefield, up this insanely 
hard climb up this rope just to go and pretty much die right when you get to the top. Real quick. And I just wanted to make sure just for the viewers that we knew the action. I didn't want to like misquote Seventh-day Adventist. I agree. So it says Seventh-day Adventist church takes a non-combative position and encourages its members not to join the military. So they do restrict. um, uh, They don't like restrict, but they just encourage they they encourage them not to to join the military. So, okay, go on, Jordan. No, that's good. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so basically he climbs up to the top of this ridge and he goes through and he's just saving guys like all day, all day long. He's saving his own guys, dragging them back. Um, to, cause they went over the ridge to fight, they right? get up the ridge. So they come in on a, on like a beachfront by an, like an ocean, but they have to climb up this wall, this huge wall. And and then and then at the top of this cliff, that's where they are trying to fight. make ground and fight. <clears throat> gotcha. Um, and he so everybody retreats at the end of the day, and he was like in the field, and he ended up just staying up there. He's like, I'm not going back. I'm going to keep finding people. More people need my help. And uh, they. The ships that were out in the ocean were bombing overnight. They sent they they had him bomb, and the whole time he's saying, "Just give me one more, give me one more." To God, and it's right? Such, yeah, okay. and it's such a good, amazing scene. Like he's running back in, and you can see the explosions going on around him, which were his was friendly fire explosions from the ships bombing the ridge. Because they told people to retreat. Yeah, so they didn't know anybody was up there, and so there's two people that kind of sit down by the bottom of the ridge that kind of watch the area and he all of a sudden a body gets dropped down and it's one of their guys and they're like oh we need to get this guy medical attention like somebody's up there and he just keeps saved like 27 people and like four or seven of the opposite sides what war was it was it world war ii uh Uh, yeah it was world war yeah i think so yeah yeah, I know enough about it. Like I've I've seen enough clips on the internet, watch the trailer, I know enough about it, and I just need to watch it. Everybody should watch it. It's so good. It's so like It's very well done. It's very well done and it's a true story. Mm-hmm. Like Wow. Yeah. It's it's really it just it hit me. I'm like, that is amazing. That's truly amazing that somebody and to not pick up a gun the whole time. Like he's getting shot at. From every angle, he's going and saving lives, Both and sides. then he gets into the, like it shows a scene where he gets into like one of the the uh, tunnels, the that like trenches, the trenches. Well, it, no tunnels. Like they, I think there's a movie Tunnel Rats is a war okay. movie as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like built dirt tunnels underneath the war zones, and they jump out and yeah, they had those in that war zone too. And he was like crawling down there, and he would run into like an injured soldier or somebody. And they'd kind of like have this, they wouldn't know what they they were saying, but they'd be like, it's okay. Let's just go our separate ways. Oh, but then he'd save them anyways. Like after like one of them, I think shot at him and like almost killed him. And he ended up saving that guy later. I don't know. Just amazing. Just such a cool, like, how could you do that? Cause wouldn't, I feel like your, uh, adrenaline would kick in and you'd go, Nope. I just got, shot at from all angles like i need to protect myself and you'd pick up gun and you'd do it and he went nope don't need it 
Man, talk about faith in your religion. Yeah, bro. serious. <laughs> that was yeah, cool. I mean, he, they actually like um, they put him in jail in the beginning of the show in uh, military um, like oh, restraint yeah. because when he's going through basic, he refuses to pick up a gun, uh, and okay. uh, all of his men are like, or all the guys he's with are fighting him on it. Like you wouldn't. They're like beating you know, him up. Me, and then yeah, they'd beat him up, and it's all based. It's based on a true story of a guy who just yeah. Hollywood a little bit, but I'm sure there's some Hollywood mm, in it. Um, but still, just the fact that like I don't should, should I kind of give it away? I mean, it's been out a while, so yeah, it's not spoilers. I think fine. Um, in towards or in the end, he's like done. He's done his part, and everybody's like, "You're amazing. Go home. Like you've you've done everything and more for this war than you could, you know." And there was the next group of guys going up the next morning. And they were like, we're not going up there without him. Oh, man. And so they came to him like, they said they're they like, won't he'll go bring me him. back if I, if yeah. I get shot. And then the, mm-hmm. he, he came and he went up again with them. And oh then it gosh. shows an interview from him. He, sir, he still lived. He's still alive. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, I don't know if he's still alive. Well, yeah, alive, but I mean, but yeah, t- he was yeah, still yeah, alive yeah, to a... interview and talk for About the making his... of that movie. Like, how many people can you save? Like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, everybody wants to be. That I really want to watch hero that in movie. War. Like, at least my dream as a kid, I was like, I want to be military and I could save people and fight for our country and right, you know, kill to help, <laughs> kill to help. Yeah, right. But that's how kids thought. Like, oh, I'm going to kill them. To well, yeah, and I think that's why us. our dad was so big on showing up these us these movies because. I mean, boys grow up playing cops and robbers, playing with guns, pretending to be in wars or whatever. And it was good for him to sit down and be like, look, here are all th- also the realities of what you're playing. You know, like, mm-hmm. they're well, so romanticized. In, yeah. I mean, we're playing uh, you know, through Call of Duty, <laughs> yeah, through all these different things. Like, yeah. war is very romanticized. <clears throat> and, and, and dad really helps to, like, like, when we were younger, he really helped us to kind of see it as what it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, because for a long time, like, I wanted memorial. to be in the military, and, and Dad made sure that I understood my decision, like, of wanting to join when I was young. Right. And one of the ways he helped me, like, kind of <laughs> see what it would be, what it could be like is, you know, talk. he would talk openly about it. He would let us watch really, really hard things as young kids to yeah. kind of help us to understand what war can of, yeah. of age, not like young, young, but I think once we kind of could understand the difference between, you know, yeah, real and fake, and we have a good dad. Speaking of which, sure. dad's going to be on the podcast next week. So. Yes, he is. Um, he is I'm going to move on to uh, another movie, uh, war movie though. Uh, then that I really enjoyed and grew up loving, and it was because it's kind of romanticized a bit, as Adam was talking about, but. I just thought it was so cool when I was a kid. Was the Patriot? Oh, that's like so this, cool, dude. Want to hear something funny? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. Um, you haven't seen the Patriot? No, I haven't. What? what? Did we not grow up in the same house? That's I don't like... get. I don't know. I don't know how. But well, I didn't like the idea of like those old-fashioned wars. Oh, kind of dude, it's... I liked modern warfare's. Like, no, like, I, I'm sure it's amazing and I want to watch it. And I don't know why I haven't to this point because I know, mm. I know it's amazing. I know I want to watch it. It's just not, 
I, when I was younger, I don't, you just don't have time anymore. So it's not like the next one you think. Right. Plus it's probably not as easily accessed as some movies out there. You know what I mean? Actually, it probably is. That's a huge movie, huh? Yeah, it's big. I don't know yeah, what it's on, but huge movie. I'm sure you can find it on a stream. Yeah, service. I'll watch it. I and if I not, it's worth like not. a download on Amazon. It's so one hundred percent. That is such a good movie, and it's there's. It's just clever too. Like it's really mm-hmm. cleverly written, and you're like, you want to be. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's the lead actor in The Patriot? Um, he's uh, beautiful. That's gonna drive me nuts. Me Adam, I don't know up. where I'm at. I don't know. I died. Where did it take me to? This is a weird campaign because it's a lot more open world than I was expecting, and yeah. I did not. Mel Gibson. Mel um, Gibson. But he was so cool. One of the cool. And it was like scenes. this idea of like his family taking on the entire yeah. British army. Yeah. Like you want to feel like a patriot? Yeah, just dude, watch that, that show, movie. and you're gonna have seen in. parts of it. Oh, for sure. dude, there's You'd some like, dark America! stuff. That, it's hard though, too. That one's hard, but yeah, it's pretty it's like tough. America. Well, yeah. and like uh, one of my uh, the one of the coolest scenes in that show is the um, well, there's a couple, but one of them is when he when him and his two little boys. Yes, that's the best scene the, of the whole movie. Are in the forest, and they caught they basically that's when he gets his name of like the ghost. Um, well, he already had his name. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so, he you're right. You're right. Like the yeah. ghost of the war. Or yeah. The, the patriot. Yeah, you're right. Um, because the British soldiers are being ambushed, and they think that it's multiple multiple, soldiers. Pe- multiple yeah. sources because he's shooting from over here and then over here, but there's only ever one rifle shooting, and so they discovered they only ever saw him, and so they thought that it was only one person. Yeah. And then, yeah, and they just, like, it's a and really cool it's so cool, cool that, scene. like, he goes after, like, you're so mad at what just took place at the house. And then they take his son captive because he's a prisoner of war. And what he just did to his other son, right? And he goes back. Mm-hmm. And, oh, dude, it's just like, yeah, it's just sweet. Yeah. Freaking red coats. All those mill. We're, we're British, <laughs> so we can we can make fun of the red coats. <laughs> 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 Um, anyway, that's page here for me. So, Adam, let's let's move on, and then we'll do like some streaming service. Why don't we do one more each, and then we'll talk about what we're into and what we're streaming, and we'll call it a night. Um, do you have another oh. movie you'd like to talk about? I could bring one up real quick. Behind Enemy Lines. We kind of talked about it on underrated movies. Yeah, that one's great. It's so good, and everybody gives uh, what's his name in there? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson crap for how he acts and stuff. Not in that one. That one, he did great. Yeah. He did great. He wasn't his, like... Yeah. 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 The the guy that everybody makes fun of, he wasn't that in that movie. Wow. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, Yeah, that one's great, dude. And that one's a PG-13. It's not too graphic, you think? Yeah. There is that one scene that's pretty intense where he has to hide under the bodies. Oh, Oh, dude, that one's crazy intense. Um, Intent. Intense. All right, Adam. I mean, there's so many good ones on here. I mean, Fury is really good for a modern Fury is really good. You know um, who's phenomenal in that? Shia LaBeouf, dude. Dude, so good. So good in that show. He ripped his own tooth out for that role of Bible or whatever. There there was a lot of uh, like the actors had a lot of problems throughout that because all the actors were so committed in their 
like yeah, but roles. they kind of praised Shia I, later in yeah. interviews about his. I mean, Commitment. he's a method actor, yeah. but like, yeah. but that one's in, in, incredible. Um, I have to mention Troy as one of my all. Yeah, that's a cool one. <laughs> favorite, like I do like that war movie. Another Brad Pitt movie, <laughs> and he eats in it. <laughs> what? Um, and he eats in it. Does he? He, he probably does, dude. I wouldn't doubt yeah, it. No. Doesn't he eat when he's in the tent with that girl? Yeah, I guarantee he eats in the movie. Like I've I've <laughs> yet to find a movie where he's not, <laughs> where he's eating. not eating. The worst one's Moneyball. Go watch Moneyball. Um, oh, he's constantly eating. He, the every whole show. single scene. Like, yeah, he's eating. Yeah, Troy is just so good. Like it. I don't know. There's something Super that's Hollywood, like. But yeah, it's, it's very romanticized and like it's cool, but it, it's just. I loved it as a kid. It was like one of my first war movies I was able to really watch and get into. And it was just like awesome. Really, Ooh. really good. Um, I said one at a time. No, well, just I joking. You were Go for it. Like, <laughs> speak on your last thing. No, I, I just, I just joking, dude. I'm just kidding. Go for it, man. Um, another one that just talking uh, to that isn't mic. as talked about um, is Saints and Soldiers. Yes, yeah. That one is it's not a talked movie. about very much, but it is really, really good. Um, the way that they they follow the small group of soldiers that get separated, um, and they're trying to kind of survive as a group, and has a lot to do with God and and religion and and kind of the clash between um, a, a Mormon kid and um, some Catholics, and then um, I think one of them is an atheist. But um, it's just this interesting clash that de- that happened a lot in war. Whenever you're in any sort of tragedy, like God is talked about a lot. And so it's interesting to see the depiction of how like tragedy ties in with uh, religion and this like idea of wanting something more than just yourself when you're in horrible situations and places. And so one thing that I loved the most about it was just that depiction of always having something to believe in to get you through the horrible things that you're, that you're doing, even though it's like you're fighting with your own like moral compass in this, in this horrible place that you're in. Um, it's just a really, really good movie. It goes back to that saying, um, I think it's in one of the war movies where it says like, if God's on our side, who's on theirs? Yeah. <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. You, I'm, I'm sure you you call, when you're in those situations, you're, you're really contemplating and reflecting on God a lot because you're like, what is this life? But yeah. uh, a bunch of Utah actors in that one. That's all yeah. Utah film. That's, That's all. It's like, it's small. Uh, it's not a very well-known film, but it's it's still one of my favorite war It's movies. a really good film. It won the um, Sim- Sundance Film Festival the year it, it came d- out. Just incredible. They did a great job with low budget. Um they did a great job uh, depicting like emotion and impact and, and not being too violent either. They yeah. do a good job of like There's telling a lot of story without being so mm-hmm. graphic. Cause I will say there are some more movies building. where you're like some more, more movies are getting, it's like they're going for the going for factor two more bloody. Than yeah. Rather than like yeah. the what's well, and it might still be realistic, but it's like, you're almost just taking away from, the realities of the 
of the situation just by showing like insane gore. So I don't know. The uh, last thing I want to mention real quick, um, as I just watched this documentary, um, it's on Netflix. It's called, um, world war two from the front lines. And it depicts the whole journey from like a, almost like a third party perspective of uh-huh. world war two and it's whole from the beginning all the way through um, the very end. Like of the, the history bomb, of the world? The, War the history of World War II. Oh, cool. And what's most interesting about the film is um, they have people talking, like how in Band of Brothers they have real people that were in World War II talking. Veterans. But they don't just do it from the ally perspective. And that's one of the hard things about watching it, but also one of the things that's most interesting about it is they have German soldiers uh, old old German soldiers that were in these battles that they're depicting and then they talk about it and they talk about how like from their side they thought they were the good guys that they thought that they were supposed Ooh. to be doing what they were supposed to be doing and it's it's hard to listen to but you also get this like different perspective of uh, of how uh, you know how something like that could can happen and it it's just a really, really interesting documentary that I'd highly recommend listening, like watching, just because it gives you a, a more well-rounded perspective of all of the aspects. Because um, it's not, you there's know, no right and wrong to war, right? And like, there's just sadness. Yeah, <laughs> like and, that's and the reality. It really helps you to to see that a little bit, because like, you know, a lot of the and a lot of soldiers, regardless of whatever side you're on, like you're not you're you're not that political figure figure you you know you're 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 dying and 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 killing for um so you don't die you know for the a lot of times you know mm-hmm. but, yeah. and those who are you know making the rules and, and and pushing the things and yeah making things happen and then here you are some farm boy in the middle of some crazy war hooping and hollering but you don't you know on in your perspective you think you're doing the right thing um and so yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, it's war is complicated. War is yeah. very complicated, and it just does a good job of depicting World War II, which is a very romanticized war, sadly. Um, but uh, something that's helps you kind of get a better uh, perspective and cool. imaging of it. Well, cool, uh, George. Do you have a couple more movies you like to throw in, or anything? Um, real quick, Dad said "Born on the Fourth of July." Story. Well, that one's hard. Ooh, yeah, PTSD that and stuff in that one. For I sure. haven't even heard of it. Sounds similar to yeah. Brothers. Uh, yeah, said as a Brothers is incredible. Brothers story of Ron too, Kovic, who was drafted to Vietnam, was shot and paralyzed from the waist down, came home and became an anti-war activist. Tom Cruise was was amazing in that role. Yeah, it's really good. Uh it is like it does it does show the effects of war um when people get back home. Brothers is a oh, whole man, that was a hard one that, to watch. That's a that's a it's hard. another one that deals more with you the PTSD. Understand PTSD. Jarhead does a good job of that a bit too. Jarhead does do a good job of that. You know? Um another one it, we could talk about a little bit is Platoon <laughs> That's the, that's where I heard the line. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great movie. Uh, yeah, Black Hawk Down's great. amazing. The, the Another Hurt Locker. I did story. watch it. My dad mentioned the Hurt Locker, and he kept telling me you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it, and it is really good. I really liked it. I'm not the biggest fan of the main actor in that movie. 
Um, he's that he's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yep. Oh yeah, I'm not. A, I don't I like. I think him he's a good actor, but I, I he, one of my favorite movies it. ever is Arrival, and the only thing about that movie I don't like is, is him. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, and there's nothing bad about he's, him. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's just like I don't know what it is. Something about him doesn't sit yeah, right with I'm me. That That's all. Too. I can't say he's a bad actor. I can't say. I don't know, but like, and then the role he played in that was like at least at the beginning was kind of like this ignorant dude in war. And I'm like, that's kind of, he was kind of annoying. And then it got a lot better and he played like a more uh, heartfelt role continuing. Cool. Um, you know, so that one, that one was great. And I'm glad my dad told me to watch it. Um, and then any the other last... ones? No, that's, that's kind of all of them that I had to mention. Um, We've talked about a lot of them though, so the only other um, one I, I won't. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, this will. I can add this at the end. You're good. The only other one I really want to talk about was uh, some two newer ones that I thought were really great, um, which were uh, Dunkirk is really good, very really good. well done. Um, very, uh, it's Christopher Nolan who's just the the goat when it comes to directing movies. Uh, I think it was a little underrated. Harry Styles is in it. <laughs> Absolutely underrated. Uh, but it's sure. really great. It's a it's a phenomenal film. And then the other one was 1917. Um, I watched that, that on a plane ride to D.C. And or I think it was D.C. Maybe it was Florida. I can't remember which one. But I, it was a good long plane ride. And it's just one shot. The entire movie mm-hmm. is one shot. Uh, some tough scenes in that one too. Very tough scenes. Yeah. Um, but uh, really, really well done. Um, it really was hard. The kid scene was really hard for me because once you have a kid, man, kid scenes just yeah, I they can't imagine. they affect you in a different way. I had no idea how much they'd affect me once I had a kid. Like you just see your kid in those movies. For sure. But anyway, uh. um, so those were just the two modern ones. <laughs> I funny story about Oppenheimer. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. I might have with on the Scott episode, but all of a sudden, I was at home. It's the middle of the day, and I get a notification that Amazon is like, "Thank you for your Amazon purchase uh, for twenty bucks or whatever for twenty five bucks." And I'm like, "Okay, maybe my wife purchased a movie, like movie purchase." I'm like, "Maybe my wife purchased a movie. She's bored or something at home." I go to look at it. I'm like, Oppenheimer. That does not seem like a movie Brio would like be like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch this without Matt and we're watching it all like, a, oh, like, and, um, so I call her up and I'm like, Hey, did you just purchase Oppenheimer? And I hear her go, Becca, Becca. <laughs> and Becca was just playing with the remote or something <laughs> and bought it. And there's no way of getting it like the My money back. My done that too. So, because um, uh, Amazon's customer service is a joke. But, um, so now I have Oppenheimer and I haven't seen it. And I think I need, it was on that album's episode because Scott brought what, it up. What is Oppenheimer? Um, I don't know much about it. I haven't even seen the trailer. I know it's a, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Um, and it has to deal with the atomic bomb. I believe uh, it has to deal with the people, the dude who made, I think Oppenheimer is the, maybe it's the codename or the person that built the atomic bomb. I can't remember, but it has to do with the atomic bomb in World War II. So I don't know enough about it. So, uh, but I've heard it's pretty good. So yeah, that, well, 
I wish they would do, uh, I mean, there are some good movies, um, but there's not a lot, there's, there's a lot of romanticizing around, uh, Germany in World War II. I think that's going to be the word of the podcast today. Romanticizing. How many times, it's going to be a drinking game for people, how many times Adam says romanticizing? (laughs) Romanticizations. World War II was romantic is basically what he's trying to say, and I don't even get it. (laughs) No, what um, were you saying? Sorry, but there's a lot of more uh, war movies and and uh, information about uh, the battle in in uh, Germany and and in Europe. There's not as much um, between the U.S. and Japan. Um, there's there's a couple of things, but it's really interesting history. I mean, the the difficulty of of what the United States had to do in order to uh, you know uh, fight Japan, which is kind of crazy that a lot of the U.S. films are more based towards Europe when the country who actually attacked and got uh, the United States into World War II was Japan. Um, they yeah, under the rule of Hitler, though. So that's no, why. I mean Imperial Japan was uh, its own. They were uh, allied with Hitler. They allied with Hitler, but they weren't like Hitler didn't tell them what to do. They were already doing a war with China. And Hitler was doing his own war. And then Hitler, um, I can't remember the uh, name of the uh, Japanese leader, uh, emperor, um, but Japan saw themselves as an empire, uh, the Imperial Empire of Japan. Um, And then uh, there was Stalin, right, Um, in uh, Italy. And all three of them, and then uh, the big... The first like uniting between Germany was Germany and 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 not Stalin. Stalin's Russian. Okay. Um, I was uh, I was, I was say, like, where what? are you going to? to like what? It, yeah. Italy. Italy. Uh, who was the uh, the leader of Italy? He really liked spaghetti. Um, <laughs> no, but anyways, balls. there's just not as much over on Japan. And that journey of the United States going, oh, what's called island hopping. Uh, they had to hop from all of the islands, um, which basically they're repeating um, D-Day over and over and over and over until they're able to eventually take down Japan. Hmm. Uh, it's a really interesting side of the war that's not really, really talked discussed. about. And uh, there's some really crazy things. And some of the horrific things that Germany did, I mean, there's there's a equivalent, if not in some aspects, significantly worse things that uh, Japan did to people in China. Oh, I believe it. Um, well, the only other one I was going to bring up uh, was actually it's not technically a war movie. I don't think it's really considered a war war movie, um, but I think it should be because it takes place during the war. Um, is uh, Imitation Game. Have you seen Imitation Game? Never even heard of it. Have you seen Imitation Game? It sounds really familiar. It's brilliant. Uh, isn't it's that got the one Benedict... about code breaking? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. got Benedict Cumberpatch, Doctor Strange, um, and it's about the individual who basically invented the first ever computer, which... Uh, he was able to decode the German um, 
I have code. seen it. It's so good. Yeah, and uh, basically, essentially, won 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 us the war. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a really great movie. It's not really there's not a lot of war in it, but um, it's it's really it's pretty really amazing great. though. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, a really great movie. One thing that's tied to code breaking. One of the things that uh, came out of Utah was the um, was it the Navajo? The Ute. Uh, the Utes. Yeah, yeah the, the Ute. Uh, they did. They would speak in their language because no other country knew the language at all. And so yeah. I didn't know that came out of Utah necessarily, but I know that Native Americans were used in coding. There's a movie about that. There, yeah, one. It's on our list. Uh, Maybe there's a character in it that's from Utah. Why I'm thinking um, that or something like that. But but yeah, that was uh, those languages didn't have uh, a lot of writing, so it was a great way to communicate. So they'd have Native Americans uh, were used as code breaker. There, there's a movie called like Code Breakers or something. Yeah, based on that. That's really interesting. Well, um, let's close out. That was a fun episode, a little different for us. Uh kind of left yeah. turn for us. Yeah. We usually <laughs> joke around on stuff, got a little bit more serious. Hope hope uh you guys stuck with us through it all. Um, but why don't we real quickly just end by Dad said Mussolini over Italy. Mussolini. Yeah. Mussolini. Yeah. yeah. yeah Mussolini. Okay, that's, that's what I was thinking um, about. Mussolini uh, Yeah, Stalin, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, I was wrong. I meant I knew Stalin was Russian, but uh, no, it's all good, man. Yeah, Mussolini and uh, and Hitler got really close, and Hitler actually pulled him out before uh, Italy got taken back. Well, um, I was just gonna say we should go around real quick. We haven't done this in a while, but just kind of say what we're streaming before we close out. Um, what we're either streaming or reading or listening to right now that we're really digging that maybe uh, some of our listeners would be interested that you're like, oh, you got to check. You kind of did the documentary. Um, so yeah. do you want to pick something that, you, that you're that you digging right now? It doesn't have to be war-related. It can be anything yeah. that you're digging um, that um, people might be interested in. I've been watching, uh, I think, I don't know if I was talking about this before the podcast or at the beginning, but Louder Milk is Yeah, a, during the podcast you did. That was during? Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. When do you guys go first? I'll think about it. Jordan? Um, I'm still hooked on phonics <laughs> and, <laughs> and learning how to uh, re- read the books. So Read the books. Which is good. Uh, no, I am still playing Hogwarts Legacy. I'm nice. so roped in it. It's awesome. It's so sweet because I can drop it and pick it up, and I feel like I just know right where i left off and that's unusual with such big open games. world games yeah so i'm i'm loving that that's what i'm currently cool addicted to um i'm just right now i've been um watching the last season of the crown so uh have you guys watched the crown at all no uh really good um phenomenal television show if you haven't seen it start from the beginning uh, the first few seasons are my favorite, but I've been watching that, uh, and I'm looking forward to watching the Great British Bake Off because I love it. So, um, so that's, that's what I'm streaming. So, Adam, any other things you're streaming that you dig? Um, the we just finished this one. Um, talking in the mic a little bit more. The Fall of Talk House it. Usher. Just pull that mic towards you, bro. The Fall of House Usher. 
Um, it's a part of a like multiple peaches and cream. No, no, no. That that's but, uh, actually uh, one twelve is the band that sings that. Uh, uh sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he. <laughs> well, one of his songs is like Ush, 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 Ush. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh but super good. Uh really good TV show. Um, yeah, that's probably the big thing I'm doing. And snowboarding a lot. So if Ooh, you nice, if you want to nice. get up to the mountain. Do it. It's worth it. Where, yeah, where I would be doing stuff in the year? mountain with my snowmobile uh, if we could get snow. Br- you're at Brighton this year? Yeah, Brighton. Cool. So doing a lot of that. Well, Jordan, uh, I mean, Adam, thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, yeah for and, sure. It was a lot um, of fun. Real quick. <laughs> this was funny. So my daughter um, said, she. I, I was kind of talking about what we were doing for the podcast, and she uh-huh. goes, I want to be on the podcast. I said, okay, so, or, so I said, pick, pick a subject, pick, pick a topic. And she goes, well, I don't know. I'm like, should you talk about Barbies? Do you want to talk about McDonald's? <laughs> Things kids like, right? Uh-huh. And she goes, yeah. I'll talk about Barbies going to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Is this sis? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so funny. Dude. I'm like, all right, you're on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so cute. You know, it'd be funny to do a cute little episode though with her or something. With the girls. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for coming on. Uh, for Adam for coming on and Jordan for coming over. And you have to be here. You're part of the crew. But um, mm-hmm. next week we have uh, my father on. So this is a big episode. We've got a f- m- multiple people actually ask, when's your dad coming on the podcast? So next week we have Afasha coming on and we are going Afasha. to. He's dad. He's dad. He's my papa. <laughs> um, he is coming on and we're going to talk the best albums of the 80s. So get ready for that poll. The album polls always do pretty well. Um, and yeah, we'll see you all next week for that. Is there anything else? I'm going to sing one out? of the songs from the eighties about dad. Daddy, daddy wasn't there <laughs> to take me to the fair to change my underwear. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> to change my underwear. He was there. Daddy was there. <laughs> Yeah, our father was. Yeah, that was Austin Powers. If you didn't know, um, I don't understand you for not knowing that. All right. But anyways, well, yeah, let's uh, we'll see wrap you this all up. That was next fun. Week. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Adam. We'll see y'all. Yeah. Bye bye. See ya. The Super Davis Bros podcast is produced, edited, and mixed by Matthew and Jordan Davis. If you'd like to get a hold of us, our email is superdavisbros at gmail.com. You can also follow us on all social media platforms.